Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, February the 10th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book in the Old Testament, the book of Sirach, chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. Sirach, chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. And this reading this morning is very important and very timely and very appropriate, uh, especially in today's world. And uh, our reading this morning highlights an aspect of human existence that we experience all too often and we engage in, sadly, too often. Uh, we have a way, we human beings, of taking uh, even the nicest of virtues, the greatest of virtues, and we have a way, as with all things human, uh, abusing them and distorting them. One of the nice things and one of the highest things we can say about someone is that they are faithful. They can be counted on. They will always show up. They deliver the goods. And one of the things over time that we find so difficult and so hurtful is to be taken for granted. People simply assume and presume that we are going to be there. We're going to deliver the goods. We're going to perform. We're going to provide. And what happens is we then lose sight of the importance of gratitude and of recognition. Now, there are those who say, and I think it's very misguided, well, you shouldn't be looking for recognition and acknowledgement or appreciation. I think that's nonsense. Uh, all of us as human beings, we like to know and we need to know that what we do is appreciated, is not taken for granted, that is recognized as important. We like to think we make a difference. We contribute in some way, however small, however great. We contribute to the good of others. We don't simply live our lives for ourselves alone, but we live with, but we also live for others have others live with and for us. Think of how poor and dangerous our lives would be without all of those people who through the years and this very day will be of kindness and service to us. We'll make our lives better, make our lives more fruitful, more enjoyable and peaceful. And how often do we simply take it for granted? We fail to acknowledge. We fail to offer gratitude and recognition of how they enrich our lives. And it doesn't have to be uh, grand uh, testimonial dinners and trophies and plaques. 
certificates of appreciation and all of that sort of stuff. It can be a simple thank you or I really appreciate what you did or what you're doing. You've made this event, you've made my life better. You made me want to be a better person. Once upon a time, we used to consider that an essential part of the training of children. Children receive something. Parents used to say, and some still do, say thank you. Go and tell grandma or grandpa, thank you. Tell your teacher, thank you. Tell your coach, your priest, your minister, thank you. And it is a recognition. Children like to be recognized. But we grow up and we don't outgrow that, that need. And again, this is a way of also seeping into our spiritual life, which is what Sirach Sirach addresses, and it's important for us today because it has an easy way of seeping into our relationship with God. Relationships die over lack of appreciation and recognition. Remember the story in the Gospel of St. Luke when Jesus comes upon the ten lepers and all ten are cleansed by Jesus, and only one returns, a Samaritan, the one least likely to return. After all, the Jews look down upon the Samaritans as unclean, unworthy, unfit, not as close to God as the observant Jew was. And yet only one returns, and Jesus says, were not all ten made clean? Where are the other nine? It is only the Samaritan who returns to give praise to God for his cleansing. There is a kind of sadness there, a kind of, a kind of being taken for granted, a lack of recognition of what God has done. In the book of Sirach, says, Rely not on your wealth and say, I have power on your strength, and therefore you follow your heart's desire. Who can prevail against me? Um, and this is important. Do not say, I have sinned, yet what has befallen me? For the Lord... Uh, bides his time. Forgiveness, be not overconfident, piling sin upon sin. Do not say, great is his mercy, my many sins he will forgive. Do not forget mercy and anger alike are with him. And often we can do that in our relationship with God. Oh, God will forgive me. Oh, it's not a big deal. I'll wait till I get enough sins. Because God might as well just forgive them all at one time. No use keep 
troubling God, and God is rich in mercy, filled with kindness, compassion, understanding. So I can pretty much do what I want because ah, at the end of the day or the end of my life, God will wipe the slate clean. That's the sin of presumption. Granted, it's the opposite of the sin of despair. God cannot forgive me. The other extreme is to think no matter what I do, I don't need to change. I don't need to really reform my life by grace. I don't really need to make amends or restitution or seek forgiveness. I'll just, I just know that ah, God will take care of it all. And I just go on and live my life. No. That's a, a part of it is the acknowledgement of our sins. Asking for God's forgiveness. But also, it is the desire to amend and to change one's life. To reorder one's life. To reestablish that relationship with God. It's not simply being taken for granted or presume that God will somehow overlook it all and everything will be fine. That's not the way it works. And Sirach says again, a forgiveness be not overconfident, adding sin upon sin. Do not say, great is his mercy, my many sins he will forgive. For mercy and anger alike are with him. Do not delay your conversion to the Lord. Put it not off from day to day. Every day is a day of mercy. Every day is God withholding his anger, his just anger, his just sentencing of condemnation. God is always ready with mercy and forgiveness for those who genuinely desire from the heart for that conversion and that change, that reorientation of their life. And so let us always not presume or assume that God is somehow going to always and forever forgive without any, without any contrition, any genuine desire on our part. As St. Augustine said about 1,500 years ago, God builds the boat but expects us to open the sails. Yes, God forgives. God is merciful and kind. But at the same time, God expects us to open the sails so that his mercy and his forgiveness will lead us to conversion and a change of life. So let us today seek the Lord's forgiveness, God's mercy. But let us also seek that grace that moves us to be sorry from the very depth of our heart. And by God's grace, in our opening the sails of our soul, 
we change and turn away from the evil one and we walk faithfully this day and every day of mercy in God's holy love. God bless you.